Hey, cold open time. What's what's good, Rat? Uh, I'm back. I've arrived. I've, I've returned. Back I've from a long, a long rest. You can't, you can't get rid of me that easy. I say to myself in the mirror. <laughs> I say threateningly to myself, knife pointed to my neck. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm alive. We, we exist. Here we are again. Um, we are back in what? town. I think overall we're back in town. We're feeling it. Are you feeling it? I'm feeling it. Are you feeling it? I feel it in my heart. Hell I feel yeah. It in the, the deep recesses of my cold and and, and dead void. Ah, that was my heart. But you know what? It's fine. Yep. I guess without any further anyway. ado, this is the show, folks. This is the show that you're watching. Controller Slot B, episode 30. I actually remembered the episode number this time because it's a big one. Uh, we've got a nice... We got a nice, well-structured episode here for you today. A lot of, lot of stuff to talk about. A lot of things to get into. How are you doing, Rat? What's good? I'm doing fantastic, Vox. I'm, I'm trying to shake myself awake. Exist. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm in it to win it. This is here we go. Clap. Hell yeah. <laughs> as you, uh, as you guys know, uh, I'm a salty rat. And Vox, that is your cue. Oh, oh, yeah, I'm Voxel64, <laughs> the guy who fucks this part up all the time. <laughs> we've not, I don't think we've had that part yet. We have not had that part, but it's gonna it's gonna happen more often than you might think. Um <laughs> it's just dead it. You're just staring staring lovingly into your cell phone. Ah okay, we live. We exist. We're alive. So, here we are. So how's your week? How's things been? Uh, it's been pretty solid. Been diving, been diving into a bunch of VR Minecraft with the boys. Solid stuff. Um, a lot of modded stuff. I've been using the rats mod and uh, gaining a rat army over time. They can fly now. It's getting weird. It's getting weird. I'm not gonna lie. Is that? Wait, they can fly? Yeah, you can give them wings. You can make a dragon rat even, and it'll shoot fire at your enemies while flying. I. I have never been so ready for a game in my entire life. It's insane. I think insane. I need to get back into Minecraft modding. Get back into Minecraft modding. Do it. The Rats mod is insane. I have them automating a bunch of shit for me. I think we're back. Uh, wait, the Rats up. Yeah, you can use them. Mean? They farm for me. They make cheese for me automatically. I've got a bunch of rats running around milking cows and making cheese. Like, I, I, I've constructed this tower with, like, rat cages and rat tubes and whatnot, and they just run around on different floors depositing things in chests and curdling cheese and milking cows and all sorts of shit, man. It's insane. I have no idea. Through the tubes. I'm losing my mind. Uh, the entire... the I, See, the thing is, I've always been a fan of Technic. I've always been a huge fan of Technic. Right. And... Right. I really, I like automation, I love machines, I love the little pipes, I like the ability that I can make potato conditions, um, all of them are fantastic. Very excited about all that. But now, I think the fact that rats can automate your, your Minecraft economy, your Minecraft world, I think there is a reasonable competitor for feed against Feed the Beast, so, I'm gonna keep in mind. Yeah, it's insane. That's awesome. Speaking of oh, things we've God. been doing recently, Rat, I saw that you were doing some Dark Souls this morning. How's Dark Souls been to you? I hurt. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've spent so long on one of the boss fights today, this morning. 
And then I found out uh, I think there was a little bit of a glitch in my in my game. But I've I've gone through the first part of that game so many times, like so many times, that I I can probably almost do it blindfolded, right? But there's a wall where I I hit that wall and I'm just like, nope, that's that's the end of it. I I can't progress. Excuse me, I can't progress too much further than this. So uh, that's been a very it's been a very fun run in. But you Heck know what? yeah, this is how we at. <laughs> <laughs> God, excuse me. Um, so what are we working on today? What what are, what do we have, Fox? I, uh, well, you, uh, you you take the show. We've got we've got such we've got an amazing structure here today for you folks, and uh, this isn't gonna be like your normal average controller slot B episode where we have no idea what you're what we're doing. I mean, like you might you might think that based on the first five ish minutes of this show, but oh no 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 no, it steps up from here, folks. All right, uh. This week I've spent a lot of time with full body tracking and making that work and operate on a level I'm happy with. And it's amazing. It works great. Um, it was a troubleshooting nightmare for a few days. But once I got over that, it's once I'm over that hill, it's fine. Because most of it has amounted to pushing hardware together that really isn't meant to be compatible. But, you know, through third-party fan-made software, it works. Uh, but so what you're saying... Yeah, go on. I was go gonna, on, go on. I was gonna say that it's expensive. It's particularly expensive in my case because I don't have uh, outside-in tracking, so I had to get uh, base stations and whatnot for that. And um, it's it's very expensive. But I mean, I've already spent literally over a thousand dollars on VR stuff at this point. But you know, I I want to slide past that because that fucking that that that's that's a whole thing in itself. Uh, th these particular trackers don't have much weight to them. They're very, they're very light. They're very flexible. The straps that they make you put around your feet and your waist are very breathable, elastic. It's, it's a very nice time. Um, the only problem I have is battery life because they only last like four to five hours at a time when, you know, I'm, I spend like eight to nine hours in VR chat most nights. So that doesn't usually so last the whole way, but it's hard to go back to not having that by now. Yeah. I was gonna say, wait, 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 hold on. <laughs> like my, uh, I, I hate to interject here. You said only four to five hours, and I'm, I'm, I've recoiled for a, a, a quick second. I, I, it didn't occur to me. What is the actual battery life on like the, the, a, a standard VR set? Anyway, uh, the headset. Uh, in my case, the headset lasts about. Considering I'm using a wireless headset, most wired headsets don't have this problem. It's mostly controller battery limitations. <laughs> But it lasts a cool eight hours, but I've got a charging cable long enough. That way I can keep going if I feel like it and a battery bank. Uh, the controllers last around 12 hours on a good day. And that's an easy recharge over like half an hour. The most annoying part is remembering to charge everything, really. Because I've got to charge the trackers, the headset, the controller, and it's it's a whole ordeal. But no, yeah, I spend way more time with a, with a screen strap to my face that I'm proud to admit. But uh, I mean, when when do we integrate uh, Vox directly into the internet? When do listen, we, when do we listen, Gabe Newell. Gabe Newell's been talking about brain interfacing and full dive VR recently, and it's really exciting me because I'm like, yeah, I could just like not have a screen attached to my face and still be in the virtual realm. I am. On all levels except physical at this point, I've become one with my inner rat. 
<laughs> there have been days. There have been days where at 2 p.m. I'll put on the headset and it'll be like 2 a.m. or two or like 2 or 3 a.m. and I'll realize I haven't eaten anything. I should probably eat. And I'll pull the headset off. It was daylight when I put it on and it is now pitch black and the sun is about to come up. <laughs> like Jesus it gets Christ. that bad some days just because, you know, it's it, it it makes you lose track of time. Anyway, back on topic. VR full body trackers. Amazing. Good stuff. They are a troubleshooting nightmare in my case, but still a luxury item. Again, most people are sane and have a job and have to not be in VR all day. Um, but I, being the suspiciously wealthy furry that I am, uh, get away with being able Uh-oh. to do that and can afford it. Barely. I am. I have eaten nothing but nothing but ramen in two weeks. Please help me. Um, <laughs> but uh, no. This is great. It's wonderful. But if you don't spend that much time in VR, if you get like maybe a few hours of VR in a day, I highly suggest that you don't go for this. It sounds like a headache. It it sounds like one of those things that if you have the time for it, it becomes like your huge hobby. Like there's people who spend like thousand dollars on trains. And like I'm I'm gonna be real with you. If some people spend thousand dollars on fursuits, if you're gonna spend a thousand dollars on something, if you just want to be a rat online, this is the way to do it. But yeah. It's definitely not something that you just want to jump into. Um, I think the I think this was brought up about the it being a luxury item. It was brought up that the the sales for Half Life Alex wasn't as high as anticipated, right? Um, and the main reason being that you know VR isn't a luxury item. It's a it's a it's a big investment for like having the best experience possible, right? Right. Um, the fact that it's a, another three hundred dollars or so on top of uh, your your gaming rig or whatever, um, it's going to be a long while before that becomes something accessible to everyone. Um, but uh, if you've got the time for it, if you know, enjoy yourself. If you if you decide to jump into it, I think it's a hundred percent worth it. Maybe not VR tra- tracking because of how uh, how much work goes into that and how much sure everything's all covered. But you know what? I think it's a good time. I think it's a good use of your money. Yeah. One thing I want to touch on, though, also, wonderful artist friend of mine put together a uh, a 3D model of the rat. I don't know if you've seen an updated version of my rat model. It's it's the one in the icon right now. Uh, and for the listening public, you can find it on Twitter and whatnot. It exists, and it's great, and it's wonderful, and... I've figured out that it has most of what I would need to use it with face rig about like 40% of it. Like I might have to throw a little bit of extra money at someone to rig the rest of it up for me. Cause I have no idea what I'm doing, but after that, maybe, uh, maybe VTuber rat stream is upon us. Who knows? Really? Are you ready for that? <laughs> Brett, Brett. 20, 2021, Brett becomes a VTuber. Hey! I've become a rat man. It's insane. Um, but no, uh, VR, VR is expensive. And like, I think my full, my thoughts on full body, uh, extend to VR as a whole in that, like, if you're not deep into video games at this point and, or just don't want a particularly, or if you're after a particularly new immersive experience, then yeah, pick up like a two or $300, like windows mixed reality or a quest or something and and have have a go at it and see if it's your thing but don't don't do what i don't do what i do currently because i know i know i'm gonna the only reason i spent the money on these trackers and whatnot is because i know i'm gonna get my use out of them like i know i'm gonna spend like at least the full battery charge on them a day 
So it's not a huge deal for me personally, but I'm sure for someone who isn't that interested in that. And again, like you mentioned model trains, if I, if I were to get into model trains, I wouldn't buy the most expensive model train that I could immediately. Trains are fucking dope though, by the way, if you're not into trains, go look at some train videos, you nerd. Um, but no, uh, <laughs> don't recommend it unless you have the money to spend. And that stretches to, like, pretty much all of VR. Anyway, uh, we've spent, like, the last ten minutes of the show talking about VR stuff. Let's 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 skedaddle along here. What do you? What else do you got for us, Rat? What's going on here? I was entranced at that, dude. I don't know about that. Hey, clap. Sonic 2 is happening. Not the game. The movie. It's, it's doing it. It's coming out there. It's looking good. Hey, how excited are we about Tails, uh, Vox? Extremely. I am extremely excited to see how they play this dynamic with a younger Sonic and Tails. Absolutely. Nice. You heard that? You hear that, everyone? We got Tails is... Uh, uh, we got Miles, Tails, Prowler. Uh, that's their... That's his... That's the number one fan. Vox is the, the one to go to if you have anything about... If you have questions about Sonic the Hedgehog lore that involves Tails specifically... Please email Vox directly. Vox will go ahead and take it. They'll answer it on a on a on a thing. You'll get a personal email. That's a lie. You will um, get a personal email from me. I cannot guarantee how much of the information I give you will be correct and how much of it will be me just making things up that sound a bit funny. That's called fanfic. <laughs> that is called fanfic. Damn it, that's you people are gonna fanfic. you people are yes! making me a furry two weeks ago and now you're trying to get me into writing fanfiction. How can you do this to me, Rat? I have, I have. <laughs> Go ahead and use that. Put that clip out there. You heard it, everyone. <laughs> I will write better. Tales fan fiction, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, didn't. Uh, but. <laughs> I'm, I'm fucked up. <laughs> Alright, uh, but hey, this movie's actually coming out rather quick. It was coming out next year. That's a two year turnaround for, for a 3D movie. Um, since the first one. I'm sure they started production on it, or at least pre-production on it, before the original movie was released. But we're coming on the one-year anniversary of the first Sonic movie, which was a, of all things, I guess, a Valentine's Day movie. Mm -hmm. So, how many people do you think actually went out with their Valentines to go, to go ahead and, like, see that movie? I didn't go there... out with my Valentine, but I did hang out with the boys that day and go hit up uh, Sonic the Hedgehog on the, on the 14th. Most of whom, including me, were in a relationship at the time, and they were pissed, but we didn't care. Sonic the Hedgehog time, baby. Who, who do you think... Uh, God, did you see any couples at the movie theater? We did. And that, that, oh that shocked God. me. I was transitioning into that. Yeah, there there were people taking people on dates to go see Sonic the Hedgehog, a movie that no one was certain would be good the day of, by the way. <laughs> so imagine, imagine, imagine taking your date to something that has like a 75% odd chance of just being an absolute dumpster fire. And it being good. There's, there, I can guarantee you. There's when in in twenty years or so, when or or you know X number of years or so, when these kids are when these kids these crazy teenagers are out there, uh, smooching and they they're telling the kids how they met. It's like, oh, your your father, your father went ahead and took me to the to the Sonic. The movie. Sonic. And that, was, that was their first date. That was someone's first date. Sonic movie was someone's first date and. Sonic movie was someone's first date, and because of that, they will have a Sonic-themed wedding at some point, and that's upsetting to me. Oh, 
Oh my god, this is not where I want. I was expecting this topic to go. <laughs> uh, so we we have some details about the Sonic Two movie. Details. We, we know that yeah, some details, not a whole lot. You know, you know, a couple of details. You know, one in particular. <laughs> we've got the design. We've, we've got the design, the splash screen teaser. It looks really cute, and it has a slap and remix, right, which is very cool. Um, that, that we'll probably, we may toss that into the description if you care about it, or you can just look up. Hey! In fact, the movie the itself has got details in it. Pa oh my god. <laughs> you were saying? I'm hurt. You're hurting my feelings here. Um, hey, pause the podcast and go straight to the YouTube. Go ahead and look up Sonic 2 teaser, and you'll see what I'm talking about. Um, Colleen Osanashi is the voice for Tails in that movie. We're very excited about Tails happening. And and Sonic is Sonic's role is being reprised by Ben Schwartz. Um, Eggman, the, the round man himself, is evidently going to be a bigger part of the movie. Um, because I think Jim Carrey makes an incredible Eggman. What do you think about Eggman and is Jim Carrey? I think, think Jim Carrey. I think if you cut Jim Carrey's scenes out of the Sonic movie, it becomes twenty percent less good. Uh, <laughs> they're a nice reprieve, and I like his interpretation of Eggman. I don't. I, I. I don't know if you caught this, but there's a vague homoeroticism between him and like the agent that keeps following him around, whose name is escaping me at the moment. And I hope that returns. I hope we get more of that. <laughs> God, I, oh God. I don't know how much of that you remember. Jim Carrey Eggman fucks, and I won't let you forget it. Um, <laughs> what a what a what a powerful statement. We. But oh, no, no, yeah. At the end of the Sonic movie, he was putting on this very uh, game Eggman voice with like the fire, and he had like the whole mustache and the bald thing going on. And I'm very excited to see where they take that. It's just, I hope he just becomes a big one. I hope there's a. I hope someone drops a Twitter.com reference into that one. I, like, <laughs> but but like, when, when does that meme end? When does that go? That meme never that... ends. That meme is oh, eternal. Um, I... Hey, Fox. Yeah. <laughs> we. I think we've said everything we could possibly say. I think leaving on Eggman fucks is the most powerful move we can make as far as this topic goes. I think it's so, so powerful. I might put it in the episode title. Oh my god! I, can you even put? Yeah, you can. I can. Yeah. No one's gonna stop me. <laughs> I think you can stop. I don't have advertisers to answer to here, and that's the scary part. You people should be I, scared of what I could do with the power of episode titles. By the way, if you want to sponsor us, yell at us. We'll do it. Winky face. Hey Sega, you know what's up? Please answer my emails. <laughs> Please answer my email. Oh. oh god hey how's e3 looking like uh e3 is looking different this year uh so last year recap for people who aren't as exactly in the loop on that sort of thing or maybe forgot like i did e3 just didn't happen last year nothing with the e3 brand on it happened last year which is okay because most companies resorted to doing their own thing like they normally would anyway but this year E3 is coming back, baby! We're getting E3 again! Let's do it! Uh, and there are going to be studios like Bethesda and whatnot who can't really afford or do not want to do their own unsponsored event. Uh, and they're going to be doing some cool stuff there. And it's going to be an all-online event. Because, you know, the war it, if, if you're not sure why it's an online-only event, take a look outside for a moment, will you? Um, but no. Take a look outside. 
It's it's yeah. You see the you see the uh, you see the you see the like Molotov cocktail that is being thrown at your window currently. Yeah, that would explain oh, it. That's no, a new yeah. One. <laughs> um. Anyway, no, because because of COVID reasons. Uh, because somehow as a nation we haven't gotten past this because you know collective IQ is lower than most of us would like to admit. Let's let's skate past that though. E three is all online. Uh. Most likely no Sony or Nintendo. Well, Nintendo for sure, because they do their own Nintendo Direct thing, and they've been doing that since, like, 2013. But Sony is a little iffy. And last year, I believe it was, like, this time last year that we got uh, more info on the PlayStation 5. Uh, or not this time last year, but closer to, like, E3 time. They were like, hey, we're doing PlayStation 5. And then later that year, they're like, yeah, here's PlayStation 5. Which are still hard to find, by the way, apparently. How? How, Sony? Um... But no, an ESA representative says they're bringing it back. It's going to be awesome. They're going to have more news for us recently, or soon-ish, on when, on what days the event will be and what studios are going to be lined up where for what uh, for what conferences. And it's going to be amazing. I can't wait to hear about The Elder Scrolls Six. maybe sometime. Please, Todd Howard, please, will you do this for me just one time? Um... <laughs> I don't. The thing is, I I'm very excited about seeing what in-house uh, E3 will do. Sony and Nintendo is going to be out, like you said. Um, but what do you what do you think the the fact that I think E3 is becoming more and more of a Microsoft uh, a Microsoft forward event? What do you think about that? Oh yeah, I didn't mention Microsoft. Microsoft is stuck firm to the E3 thing because they're Microsoft. If Xbox fails, they've got like two thousand other revenue sources. It's not a big deal. Um, <laughs> Xbox falls and Bill Gates laughs is how that goes. But, um, <laughs> no, uh, Microsoft is stuck steadfast to E3 and single-handedly kept it alive, if we're being honest for a moment. Um, they, they, they come on stage, they show us a car, maybe, sometimes, and remember when they did that? They did that twice, by the way. Um, they showed a car? Yeah, they, they just pulled a car on stage for, uh, for Forza. And they, like, uh, dropped leaves in the crowd one year. I, I don't, it's insane. Uh, but no, Microsoft goes big, and it's always cool to see when game companies try to go big and show things off. And I'm really excited for what Microsoft might have to show us this year. Because there's not, outside of Game Pass... And even if you own a good P, especially if you own a decent PC, there's almost no reason to get an Xbox One or uh, Xbox Series S or X, either mm -hmm. one. Mm -hmm. I, that's good shit though. Like, um, looks like good I'm, shit. I'm, I'm hoping we get some exclusive. Oh, has Halo Infinite yes. come out yet? Is that out yet? I'm not a big Halo guy, so I haven't been following that. I know we Halo got a trailer Infinite. for it. Yeah. Halo Infinite is definitely not out. Oh, okay. Well, I'm hoping we hear more about Halo Infinite then, because I've been slowly trying to dip my toes in the water that is Halo, but that, that pond is, like, two inches wide and, like, a thousand feet deep, and I'm very scared. <laughs> um, but, no, I hope we hear more about that. Uh, I can't think of any other exclusives they have off the top of my head that I'd be interested in. But I'm hoping they announce more exclusives, and I hope they, I hope they announce a bunch of Game Pass stuff because I do use Game Pass. Game Pass is good. A Game Pass in general has just been—I think Game Passes are a really good idea. I've, I've mentioned this before. I've mentioned this before. 
the Game Pass is a if you've got the if you don't want to buy full games, Game Passes are great ideas, right? Because you can go ahead and especially if you're like me who plays too many games, I'm not very smart. So like a revolving door of games is just a good idea, right? <sighs> Whatever. Now we know. Yeah, I mean, hey. yeah. Hey. What what else you got? What what's going on? What, about, what do we know about Jeff Keighley though? Oh, Jeff Keighley. Jeff Keighley, last year, Game Award man. Uh, Jeff Keighley's an excellent writer, and, guy, and and he tries so hard. He tries so hard, but the Game Awards have just slowly become Mountain Dew the advertisement in a lot of ways. Uh, not even specifically for Mountain Dew, but you get, the, you get my gist here. Uh, I mean, if you're a gamer, you drink Mountain Dew. That's just how it is. They started Game Fest. Uh, Jeff Keighley helped start Game Fest last year, and he's working on it, and it's great, and he's doing it again this year. I don't know much about the event as a whole, but hey, more video game content is always good. I'm down for that. So, <laughs> so Jeff Keighley, I, I went ahead and took a glance at Jeff Keighley, right? Um, <laughs> Is it is it just me? And I'm I'm gonna put this into into uh -oh. our, our little doc here, right? I'm not I've sure. I've never like seen a, I've on. never seen a picture of Jeff Keighley, right? Never understood Jeff Keighley. I'm glad Jeff Keighley is back. Can we talk about how Jeff Keighley kind of looks like a husk of a human being? Oh, Jeff Keighley is hollow inside. All right, it's <laughs> it's very clear. <laughs> this human being, he he doesn't look like he looks like his skin isn't fitting properly. Like um. I'm sure he has a lot of fun doing what he's doing, though. God, look into his eyes. You can just see it. He's like, if I have to if I have to sell one more bag of Doritos at the Game Awards, I'm going to be so angry. If, if these motherfuckers force another Mountain Dew bottle in my hand, I'm going to kill someone. And you know what? I got it. God, somebody get I this just... guy some sunglasses. Like, if he were wearing a pair of sunglasses, his appearance would improve, like, tenfold. I'm not even going to fool around about you know that. You know what? Yeah, you know what? Yeah, I accept it. I accept that entirely. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure if you put sunglasses on him and he just stops smiling, he'll look like Duke Nukem. Put it, give him, give him a pair of sunglasses and a cigar, will you? <laughs> I want the toy. I want those tips frosted. Oh my God! Oh, Make him into Guy Fieri. <laughs> oh, the world's most violent Guy Fieri. <laughs> Gamer Guy Frost? Fieri. Oh baby! All right, that's good. All right. Hey. hey, what 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 the hell is happening in the realm of Kingdom Hearts, Rat? What's going on there? So we were talking about exclusives not too long ago. This is a different kind of exclusive. Hey, Kingdom Hearts happening on PC. It's very exciting. It's very exciting for people who are are looking into uh, Kingdom Hearts or the people who have been playing Kingdom Hearts for basically forever, right? Um, mm -hmm. I had the original kingdom hearts one at one point in time it's it's sitting in my house back in naples or whatever it's very exciting um but now i don't have to go ahead and i don't have to pay for postage i don't have to get that right. for my ps2 anymore it's coming to uh pc is an epic store exclusive thanks to the benevolent wishes of of square enix who's who's uh sprinkled fairy dust out on us uh it, kingdom hearts one right I feel like the time between now and Kingdom Hearts 1, it really hasn't been as long as I'd like to think it is. It's Kingdom Hearts 1 was a 2013 title, right? Very, that it's been so, I feel like it's been so long since I've thought about Kingdom Hearts 1 that it hasn't really, it, the game has aged well too, 
it's it's hard to nail down exactly what's up but evidently um we're gonna see king hearts one two and three right three being almost a, i think it was a playstation uh five or four or five exclusive at this point right um we're gonna see all those plus uh re chains of memories right mm-hmm. uh which is the card game that follows the original kingdom hearts storyline i can't I can't exactly nail down exact what what that game actually is about. I could not tell you what that game is about, right? But we're getting the the mainline entries of Kingdom Hearts. People can play it on PC. We're probably going to see a billion streams of them back to back. I'm probably going to stream. Um, mm-hmm. I think the only unfortunate part is is that there's going to be a little bit of, of grumbling uh, because it's going to be an Epic Store exclusive, right? Um, which is I don't. I think the entire Epic Store th- argument is like a lame duck argument. It, there's no weight behind it. There's no reason to be angry that it's there because this is coming from someone who, back once upon a time, back in the back in the after before time, when we were when we, I was a little bad, if you said if you dared to say anything about game consoles, it's about as that was the the big political button of the day. It didn't have anything to do with party lines. It crossed party lines. It was bilateral. It's like, but did you play N64? Did you have a PS1, right? And if you said anything about it, you would be gutted in the street like a fish. <laughs> these, <laughs> these these small fights would break out in middle school. These, these people would bring out their safety scissors and, and someone would die. And it was unfortunate about that. That's just how the console wars was. Believe right? me, the the number of uh, the number of uh, wave race related deaths was through the roof. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many, the, and and don't get me started about the Crash Bandicoot uh, fandom. <laughs> the cra- the hunt- Great Crash Bandicoot they, War of 2003. They hunted people in the streets. <laughs> but uh, but uh, but Brett. The thing is, is that, and, and you know what's up, and we know about that. Um, yeah. The Epic exclusive thing, if you want any game that's on the Epic game, you just got to go download the store. It's fine. If you don't want to do it, then that's fine. You can send any, e- you can send any angry emails about what I just said uh, directly to uh, my old Hotmail account uh, that, that I do not check anymore, and you will not get a response back. Um, <laughs> if you can find it, that's where you do it. Um, Brett, how? What do you think about Kingdom Hearts? Someone tried to con- someone we were, tried we were, to tell about Kingdom Hearts to you. We 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 talked about this a little bit pre-show, and you know what you're doing by bringing this up. You're opening a can of worms here, my friend. I want that. All want right, that can of worms. All right. So here here here's how this went down. I'm hanging out in a VC one day, and someone's like, "Oh yeah, Kingdom Hearts," and I and I I made I made the horrid mistake of saying, "You know, I never really knew much about Kingdom Hearts. What's that all about?" And someone attempted to explain it to me. And when you get two hours into a conversation, and you've yet to mention that Final Fantasy characters are real and exist in this universe, you 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 just you, it. Like, they, this person broke me for a solid hour and a half of just, like, post-conversation, trying to wrap my head around the events they've just explained. And I've, I've, I've dumbed it down to the Kojima effect. There is a game director out there whose name I cannot think of at the moment, who is too, 
the first Kingdom Hearts did really well, and then nobody was able to tell him no about anything ever. <laughs> and so the man went wild, clearly. There are card games that have actual plot-relevant stuff in them, apparently. There's, like, I don't... You know, I get I get so angry with game studios like uh, like Valve and Nintendo who are kind of protective of their IPs and won't just let them appear anywhere at any time. Um, and you know, then I then I look at this and realize how many of these games exist and how absolutely batshit insane the storyline is for most of this. And it just I don't. Apparently, a fact that was told to me recently is that if you cut out every time the names Donna, or if I, uh, Sora, Donnie, uh, Donald, and fucking Goofy, I am fucking throwing all my words out at this point. If you if you cut out the names of the three main characters for this whole fucking thing and leave the rest of the game, you lose eighty percent of the dialogue. Apparently, that is secondhand knowledge that I cannot confirm, but I think it's funny, so I'm saying it anyway. But no, this tore me asunder for, like, a good while of just trying to figure out what a Kingdom Hearts is, how it works. I barely can comprehend what a Keyblade is and how those work. And maybe it was just poorly explained to me, but it sounds like no one could possibly ever hope to explain all of that in one sitting. <laughs> so I found a, I found a timeline. Oh god, they they tried to explain the timeline to me too. Uh let me yeah, I'm just posting it to you in, in Discord. Look at this timeline, try to understand this timeline. I will I will look at it. I will glance at peek at it and go blind. I, I don't want peek at it and die. What do the colors mean? Why are there so many of them? There's those are different game entries. Oh, okay. So and, and wait, the thing is, is Wait, those are why does why does part of one game stop at the beginning of the timeline and come back a little over halfway through? What? Yeah, welcome to it. What? Welcome to it, idiot. Welcome to it, idiot. Welcome to it, idiot. Welcome to it, idiot. I, I, what is what is that dark blue line there that means absolutely nothing? I will not be putting this on screen for the viewers. You will just have to be bewildered with me by you extension. Can find this on the wiki. It you exists. Can find this on the wiki. It's you can out find there. This on the wiki. It's out there. Oh. And guess what? Kingdom Hearts 2 has like 18 titles, including something called Kingdom Hearts VR, which is out there. You can play it in VR. You can play that game as is. Oh my god. King uh, I thought you just, for some reason, I, I misheard you and thought you said Kingdom Hearts DDR, and I was going to fucking lose it. All right. No, I that's, you think about Dream Drop, drop Distance. <laughs> I'm what? You're I'm so... about that. Oh my There's god. Also a Kingdom... There is a Kingdom Hearts DDR. Would not surprise me. Right? What are you... What... Okay, hey, alright. This is one of those series that's, uh, where someone will be like, Oh yeah? Oh yeah? You think that's... Oh, Listen, this, think, uh, this whole thing... Oh, I, I could almost swear that the explanation of this series that I was given is just a really drawn-out improv about a thing that doesn't exist, where the only tactic they use is yes and, alright? Yes, <laughs> exactly. Now, I, this is the, this, Kingdom Hearts is the epitome of the game, of the someone says, oh, you're a fan of Kingdom Hearts? I just realized that Kingdom Hearts 2 was released in 2002. Mm -hmm. I'm an idiot. Hey, 
Uh, no, Kingdom Hearts 1 was released in 2002, not 2013. Hey, hold up a second. Clap. Um, this is the epitome of that meme where, like, oh, you're a Kingdom Hearts fan? Name every Kingdom Hearts. And someone just starts screaming at the top of their lungs every single title for the game. Kingdom Hearts, Kingdom Hearts, Chain of Memories, Kingdom Hearts 2, Kingdom Hearts Coded, Kingdom Hearts 5 to 68, uh, divided by two days. <laughs> Wait, what? I've heard um, that title too, and that one I still don't. I still don't understand that title and how that operates. Kingdom Hearts: Birth by Sleep, Kingdom Hearts 3D, Dream Drop, Drop Distance, Kingdom Hearts X, Kingdom Hearts X Unchained X, Kingdom Hearts Dark Roots. X Unchained X? Is that the actual title, or did you flub yeah. just there? Yes, that's the actual title. Kingdom oh. Of memory. By the way, that's the rhythm-based game that I was talking about. That is the DDR. God um, damn it. <laughs> hey, did you know that Kingdom Hearts also had a, a V-Cast version where Verizon Wireless's broadband service did for a couple of days? A V-Cast? <sighs> yeah, exactly. I don't like I don't that I have to learn what a V-Cast is for this. <laughs> uh, it's a limited release game that was online only for very specific services oh right? so it's gone now right yeah it doesn't exist anymore oh thank but god the... i guess it was a who knows it probably was important <laughs> it probably was important like i clown <laughs> i clown on kingdom hearts a little bit but at the same time and, and this goes for you and any other kingdom hearts fan listening you guys have amazing mental fortitude to put up with this <laughs> Kingdom, Kingdom Hearts Marble, Kingdom Hearts VR Experience. Marble? Yeah, but by the way, clap, Kingdom Hearts HD 1.5 Remix. 1.5? I don't... Oh, oh, don't worry about it. We also have Kingdom Hearts HD 2.5 Remix. Huh? Hold up a second, Kingdom Hearts HD 2.8 Final Chapter Prologue. 2.8?! Final yeah, chapter like prologue. What? Those are those are just words. Those don't even mean anything. <laughs> oh, 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 you think that's cute? Check this out. King Kingdom Hearts three uh, also includes. Uh -oh. from right. Kingdom Hearts three Remind coming out in twenty twenty. Remind. Why did you say? Is it Remind or is it Remind? No, remind. It's yes. It's Remind. Hold on a minute. Hey, Kingdom Hearts 3, Dawn Till Dusk. Kingdom Hearts 3, Midnight Blue Keyblade. Wait, that might actually just be like... No, that's a video game. There's a colon in it? Yeah. There's a colon in Remind? As in, like, yeah. Reply Mind? What? I don't... Alright. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'll accept this. Alright. <laughs> and there's probably DLC happening too, which is very exciting. That is not even... That is not even... There being a colon in that title is not even, like... In the top ten of the craziest things I've heard about Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> hey, let's. So, and there's a. And the thing is, is that the that other game that I was talking about, um, Kingdom Hearts: Chain of Memories. Uh, there's also been spinoffs of of a lot of the games that were out there. Kingdom Hearts: Chain of Memories was originally released on the Game Boy Advance, and now we've got Kingdom Hearts: Re Chain of Memories, uh, which is the PS2 and the one that is coming to epic game store so if you want to enjoy that you want to up on that that's the way to go check it out at epic and uh throw myself down a well amazing i'm glad i'm glad we eventually got there in the end is that is that it for kingdom hearts or do we have more kingdom until, hearts stuff to talk about here until kingdom hearts 4 comes out we, or whatever the hell else like 3.5 we'll see a 3.5 i can guarantee it mm. it's out there it's coming 
They're hey. gonna start making up new numbers for this fucking thing anytime now. Like I, I can feel it in my bones. They're gonna, they're gonna come out with a number like Shmoo or something that is between two and three. I don't. Ready for Shmoo? I'm hey. not ready for Kingdom Hearts Shmoo. Fox, listen, listen. I appreciate everything you do, but let's let's go and steady your heart. Let's talk All about right. something that you're into. Hey, Vox. The craft. If you're in, if you're such a Minecraft fan, name every block. Oh God. Do not put me through this. You, 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 you mad man, you rat bastard. All right. I'm, I'm a jackass, but no, but no, all but right. seriously, no, what's yeah. going on with Minecraft? Let's okay, all right. Something, something to, something to bring down the show a little bit from this high we're having currently in, in terms of energy. Um, Minecraft Snapshot 21W, whatever week of the year it is, A, came out somewhat recently. I have the, I have the snapshot name right here. Why did I say that? Uh, 20W06A. Um came out and it's uh it's compatible with old maps and it includes new terrain generation we got it's all it's all caves all the time baby they're using a new uh noise cave generation system and uh it makes bigger wider caves and shows off the new generation uh the world is now taller and deeper by 64 blocks each making the total y-axis build range 384 blocks that is a huge amount of space to work in if you clear it out I'm excited to see what people do with the extra amount of sky that we have. I'm excited to see what people do with the extra amount of underground. There's so many possibilities that are opened up by this happening. And, um... I, I, I don't know. Every time I see one of these Minecraft snot, snapshots, I'm always like, yeah, hit me up when they remove Silverfish from the game. Uh, but no. Um... This snapshot has new caves. It's adjusting underground structures like strongholds and mine shafts to fit the cave, the newer caves if they spawn within them, and it's gonna be it's gonna be great. Looks good. They added aquifers, which are little water pockets in the in the ground that you can cut into that look really annoying to bump into, by the way. Uh, and those aren't in their permanent locations yet, but they are close to how they're gonna be in the final build and. Uh, one more thing. They added, uh, they don't have the biomes or the new monsters in yet, which kind of sucks that those aren't here yet, but hey, those are supposed to be coming in the coming weeks, and that's gonna be great. But can we talk about how, can we talk about how Mojang handles snapshots releases instead of saying, like, because nobody would be mad at them. Nobody would be mad at them if they were like, hey, 1.17 is coming next summer. See you next summer when it drops. But no, they keep us week to week, pretty much. Just here's a new snapshot. Here are the things we're working on. Please give us feedback for them. You know, and interacting with the community and taking uh, taking um, feedback from the community on, hey, it would be cool if this feature could do this or if that were there. And they'd be like, yeah, that's neat. We might do that. And uh, Mojang is very active with their community and listening to uh, listening as a whole and making things work nicely. And it's it's cool that the snapshot system exists. I think the snapshot system really uh, exemplifies the how much they value the community because again, without the community, Minecraft would not still be going right now. And that's amazing to see that they acknowledge that and keep the game alive and healthy with snapshot updates week to week. I think the I think the concept of a snapshot update is underappreciated as far as designs go, uh, game designs at least, because there's so much you can do from time to time. But I I don't think people play around with with 
releasing unpolished, unfinished bits of their game for people who actively play them. Um, <clears throat> it honestly feels like a... Mm -hmm. what we need to what some multiplayer games need to see at the end of the day All right. Um, because Minecraft I think Minecraft I think other multiplayer games could see, benefit a lot from uh, from having these little bite-sized uh, improvements or bite-sized snippets for that because you won't run into a situation where someone will be angry at the game for being unfinished or a patch will come out that's bad because it's a snapshot this has been basically like community beta tested by like you know the entire community right that would be even i've participated in a snapshot and i'm incredibly lazy i am so lazy right that i was able to go and participate in the snapshot and i had fun that was that was i think it was a mountain biome the first time that the snow biomes were were being released way back when mm -hmm. um which that's saying something that was a while ago i haven't participated since but the the entire fact we have like terraria could benefit that i think there's a handful of other games that could benefit from that if they have like an active multiplayer scene and i think that's really what keeps a lot of our uh these multiplayer games that are community driven um these multiplayer games that are community driven will be uh, a lot more i guess like healthy if there was something that minecraft did I think mm -hmm. that's also, I would almost argue that's half the reason why um, bit of a jump uh, Fortnite is as popular as it is. Yeah. Because it gets updated all the time. It gets updated all the time. You know? Yeah. God, I'm but... sure if I'm sure if Minecraft were the same game it was when 1.0 came out in, Jesus, 2013? 2012 now? Ooh, that, I don't like to think about that. Um... But if it were the exact same game as it was at that point in time, and they just said, well, there's the full release, it's done. It's gone. Outside of bug fixes, we are done developing this game. See you later. Uh, I'm going to go live on my million-dollar yacht that I got for building this game that everyone loves. Um, if only. This game would have been this game would have been dead years ago. Like, just dead in the ground. People would still play it and talk about it, but for the most part, it'd be out of the public consciousness. You know? But... With, with with things like updates, and especially snapshot updates, being as frequent as they are, and adding small new features, be it, albeit, like, most of them aren't game changers, but it's nice to boot up the game every week and be in a snapshot world and realize, oh, something as small as a candle could have been added, or maybe they added something as big as what they did last time, where they dropped most of the new nether stuff on us all at one time. Um... And it's going to be great. It's going to be wonderful. It's 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 a nice little thing to come back to. That on top of things like uh, things that they implemented their uh, development cycles, like the April Fool's snapshots or the Halloween snapshots, where they goof around a little bit with the idea of a snapshot and then revert it the next week, obviously. But it's they do cool little things like that, and it's interesting to see how they play play around with that sort of thing. And it seems like the dev team is having just as much fun as the community is, and I feel like we take for granted, as as the Minecraft community, we take for granted uh, being able to have those week-to-week -week updates to see and experience what the dev team is working on. 
I like that. I'm but, enjoying that. But no, yeah, that's that's just about it in terms of this week's snapshot. Uh, something else I want to talk about that people definitely didn't take for granted and is now in the ground where it belongs. Uh, Rat, you got things to say about Google Stadia, do you? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Let's go ahead and bury the hatchet. Hey, Google Stadia's bad. Who would have guessed? Who yeah. Guessed Who would have thought that Google Stadia, uh, the the only the only console on earth that you can have a 500 ms delay on a single player game right <laughs> who would have guessed that that would probably not go the way that you're expecting it to that these guys are probably not producing that good of a content now the idea of a, the idea of google stadia is cool i like the idea of the google stadia a lot right yeah it's, uh, in on paper, if you were to say that, hey, you don't even need like a huge console, you just play this monthly subscription, you can get games beamed right to whatever, I'd be like, bam, that's cool as hell. I already like Game Pass, right? Guess what? It doesn't work. It doesn't work very well. And while they had a robust in-house studio, I don't think they made any games. And as of this week, the in-house studio is defunct. It has been shuttered. They're not producing any more in-house content for their for Google Stadia. Which is, I think, a sign of the times, right? I think that is the the writing on the wall, the piece de resistance, the uh, the little cherry on top of that is uh, the the Sunday that is Google Stadia's grave. Mm -hmm. um, it's the end. The, the I yeah. in a, I don't think it's going to go anywhere. It recently even lost uh, Terraria due to some unsavory nonsense. Terraria's um, YouTube channel, the creator of Terraria's YouTube channel, their Gmail, their, you know, their, all the information that's behind them, right, as far as, like, their signups and stuff like that, has been uh, locked. <clears throat> all the videos are, are locked behind a, behind a wall now. They've essentially been banned from Google services. Um, I'm not entirely sure about the details of why or what. Um, it's probably either someone had goofed up and Google's not willing to assist them with that one or all that. But because of that one, they also lost Terraria. They lost uh, a, a really fantastic game that probably could have done a lot for the, the, the platform. But unfortunately, and with those fighting words, he said that this is, not a, this is not a dispute. We're officially burning bridges. That's incredible. And it's been over two weeks. It's been over two weeks that uh, that happened. So I think that's just that's just the that's how it's gonna go. Mm -hmm. I do um, want to mention that this is probably gonna stop other companies from attempting uh, streaming services for video games, which should be held off on for the moment until internet speeds overall are better. Uh, but I feel like there's a lot of potential in the streaming market of video games in terms of cloud computing and whatnot because there's gonna come a time where you won't really need like 50 consoles connected and you can just stream the games directly but i feel like you are by doing that even though that does seem to be the way the industry will go eventually you're robbed of oh i got this nice physical copy of a game and it's it's in a steel book it's really nice it came with a little figurine it's a collector's edition i feel like you're gonna get robbed of putting the disc in or putting the cartridge in for the first time and trying out the game i i i'm kind of feeling that right because you're you're right that kind of like 
again, me and me and me and Vox are are, are old boys at this point. We're we're crimp, we're falling to dust at this point. But we we used to have the the tacky N sixty four you know plastic tap 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 uh, cartridges. We we messed around with CDs. Uh, you probably owned a, a GameCube at one point in time. You have as many CDs. I currently have a GameCube sitting um, within eyeline of me, actually. But either way, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, a lot of these tactile, like physical senses, when it comes to gaming, uh, are are slowly being phased away, for better or for worse. I mean, I I know I have a handful of N64 games that just straight up don't work anymore, right? Um, for one reason or another, they 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 burnt out or like something got damaged them or got dropped uh, one too many times, and they just stopped working. Um, there, there's certain, there's a certain quality with the tactile sense of of touching games, right, and and handling the the peripherals and such like that, that come with gaming. But we're we're looking at a new era of of digital entertainment with the streaming services. Um, I don't know if it's good. I I don't know if anyone's really going to miss putting in a CD. Um, but you know, for for I guess like nostalgia purposes. Uh, I don't know. Maybe they should just bring back cartridges. Fuck it. <laughs> maybe, I, maybe they should bring back bulky cartridges. I would love that. I, I would be down. But I also want to say that, like, even even outside of me be us being old-fashioned and just thinking, hey, the tactile feel of opening a game for the first time or even, like, the millionth time and slipping it into a into a slot somewhere and playing the game. For convenience reasons, I like my games digital at this point. But... I don't know if I'd be ready to pay for a game over a service like uh, like Google Stadia if if I had to buy the games individually through the service. Because at that point, you are buying a license to use a piece of software as long as the servers that keep saying that you have that software are up. But as soon as something like Google Stadia does what it did recently and just completely dies out... That that kind of that kind of makes uh, that kind of makes your license to use that software illegitimate, and you spend sixty bucks on a game that you can no longer play. That's really saying something. I mean, but that that is the that is the trouble with with this uh, this I guess like this whole thing. We're we're looking at a we're looking at digital media being the the king of of it all. But who's to say that Steam is going to last forever, right? Who's to say that the Epic Games Store is going to last forever? Stadia certainly didn't, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the the idea that these these services are going to last for a long time, for sure, right? We there's probably going to be several decades in which Steam is going to be a household name, um, being the PC equivalent of Nintendo or whatever we want to go and call it for, right? There's my hot take for the day. You can put that and put it in their wall. But, yeah. If those servers ever shut down, that's it. Your investments are gone, and there are clauses in the TOS that say, "Hey, you can't do that, right? Don't you can't sue us for shutting down our service, right?" Yeah. So, I, I think that's going to go ahead and put into I, something that I want to bring up to onto definitely next week's thing. Um, gaming preservation is becoming more of a thing too, which I think is really exciting, right? Um, and that that might be something that we need to we need to touch next time. I think that's a very cool topic. I would be totally down for that. Um, and maybe we could uh, get a little bit more into this discussion also. We kind of hit it late in the episode, but there's still a lot of ground to cover there, I feel like. But for now, uh, it's about time that we wrap up. We are about 55 minutes into the episode. Now would be a great time to hit up the outro, don't you think? 
go and wrap your wrap your mind around this one. You know, go and brush it off. Thank you again for coming to Controller Slot B, and it was fun. Yeah. Uh, Vux, what do you got to say? What do you got to say about this? Uh, I do want to go ahead and say that you can find the show on all audio platforms where you can find a podcast, pretty much. Or if you want a direct list of those uh, platforms, you can go to anchor.fm slash controller slot B to find our Anchor page, which will have the episodes listenable and will have links to things like Spotify, Google Play Podcasts, Breaker, anywhere you'd want to listen to the show. You can also find uploads of it on YouTube, on my personal YouTube account, Voxel64. Um, there are plenty of episodes, like I mentioned at the top of the show. This is number 30, so there are 29 more of them if you want to go have a look. And there are probably, like, maybe two good ones in there if you look hard enough. Um, but, yeah, it's a good show. Uh, as much as I clown about it, I, I hope you enjoyed the show that you saw today. There will be a new one every, just about every Friday at noon. You can find the show uploaded on the platforms I just mentioned. Um, as for me, you can find me on twitch.tv slash voxel64 or youtube.com slash channel slash voxel64 or whatever format YouTube is using these days. Um, uh, how about you, Rat? Where can the people find you? Hey, I'm mostly on Twitter and Twitch these days. You can go and look at me at, uh, at a salty rat on Twitter and you can go ahead and yell at me on, uh, twitch.tv slash a salty rat. Uh, where you can go ahead and see me play video games like Dark Souls 2, uh, sci-fi games, and, and other nonsense. So I, I continue to uh, be a nasty little gremlin. Um, otherwise, just drop a drop a link, yell at me, and, and we'll see how things go. Um, send them a postcard. Send me a postcard. Send me mail. Send me uh, a nice, uh, a nice uh, recipe for chili. Yeah. Yeah. All right, and that will be the show for us today. Uh, hey, Rhett, you fancy an awkward pause this week? Listen, I don't, I don't, I don't deserve this. Don't do that to me. Don't. It's it's okay. <laughs>